Um, yeah. The, uh, the two things that I think are worth talking about... Are Star Wars. Are stars. And wars. And wars. <laughs> no. Are <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. And I don't know how we would do it, but... Let's talk. The... the it's your day. The EGM editorial thing. So what what else I don't is, know that we have an angle on it, but we don't. We don't. What else has come from that? Nothing. I don't think. Is is, is it just the individual just the threads that, that were created by the original I saw no P assertion. I saw no PR response at all. Um you know, and the funny thing is is that they didn't mention it there, did they? It was everyone else mentioning it from the magazine. Yeah. So they actually went out of their way like they could have driven a lot of traffic with that yeah. editorial, and they've chosen not but to. But they do had it. the Soul Calibur thing coming up. I yeah. mean, they didn't need CES. To, they didn't need to do anything else. Ah, Dan Shoot. Dan. What does he say? This is a reprint of my editorial that appears in the February issue of Agam. Here we go. A lot of people be talking about it thanks to video game media, watch, go factory joystick, etc. This is what I needed. It used to be game companies would pull advertising if they wanted to punish a magazine for unfavorable coverage. In more recent times, they're pulling the coverage as well. How can they pull the coverage? Well, I guess he's saying they're not providing them with review copies. I mean, if they don't get a copy early, then their review is going to be, you know, a month late than everyone else. Yeah, it's too bad they have to print their reviews on paper. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting setup. Don't let us see the games, and we can't write anything bad about them. Yeah. But don't let us see the games, and we can't write anything good about them either. Game makers have been taking issue with our reviews for as long as EGM's been around, almost 19 years now. It goes to the territory. Be honest and tough with your critiques, and you're going to piss off just about everybody at some point. But when I took over as editor-in-chief in 2001, I also wanted us to get more real with our previews. I was tired of the press release rehashes our industry has become accustomed to. Great policy. You have naturally, So I asked for more sincerity and opinions from our writers and editors. Naturally, you have to be fair. The products aren't finished yet, after all. But judging from reader feedback, our opinionated previews have been a hit. Except with some game publishers, of course, less than totally positive reviews don't sit well with those who are used to press release rehashes. Combine that with our candid reviews, and you can imagine the consequences that we have to face constantly. Uh, for the time being, you'll get little, late, or no coverage of the following products. Anything Mortal Kombat, they didn't like our reviews. Anything from Sony's sports department. So, so what, so specifically the sports department? It's weird. Does Sony have a sports department? Yeah. Do, like racing sports? No, I, I mean, I guess it's like... Jungle Treasure Sports? I don't know. I don't know what their sports are. Lombax is. Sports? I don't know. Is like Wipeout? Like Future Racing? Can you think of a single Sony Sports? I can't Sony think of a Sony Sports game. Okay. But I don't follow sports games. That's true. And now, anything from Ubisoft. It seems our, our coverage of Assassin's Creed was the last straw. But, so he says on Mortal Kombat they didn't like their reviews, and Sony didn't like the reviews, but he seems to be implying that they didn't like the Assassin's Creed coverage. Yeah. But he's not he's not saying anything specific. Like he isn't saying that that's what it is. He's saying that he thinks he's that implying that that's what yeah. it is. And I can understand why. I mean, 4.5. 4. 4. Yeah. If you had the choice, right? <laughs> so in case you're wondering why you're seeing so little of these games in our magazines and on our websites now, you know. What do we do now? Nothing. We won't treat these products or companies any differently. We'll just cover them to the best of our own abilities with or without their support because after all we're writing for you the reader, not them. I think that less entanglements between the PR machinery and gaming journalism is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That's my fucking opinion. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm I'm sorry that this happened, but and the circumstances under which it occurred seems weird. 
to me. I don't like it. At the same time, I think they should have almost no contact yeah. with those companies at all. And they should post their reviews online. Where the whole idea of lead time and getting products early isn't as significant. Doesn't matter, yeah. That's what I think. I don't know that there's a comic in that. No. But he's saying it like it's like some kind of bad thing. I don't I don't I don't think they should be talking to them. Yeah. My concern is that without ads, that's like ninety five percent of his magazine. That's true. I mean that really leaves a, the letters section. Also the the front and back covers. And the well yeah, the covers. But what if they can't put uh one of those characters on the cover? That's true. They might have to get rid of the covers. That's right. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. So they would that would just be a page of letters, I think. Well there's also that little subscription thing. Well yeah, it would be it would be a page of letters and the subscription card. <laughs> so it's, you're, what you're saying it's not it's not a it's not a real page turner, or in any case, there aren't that many pages to, to turn. To turn, yeah, yeah. I was surprised we picked up that last one for the for the Street Fighter right content. So I was really curious about that, and that is, I get a newsletter sent out to my house for my um, for the community, you know, like the housing community I'm in. You're it's a, like you're, a well, like, is it like a cult. No, it's not a cult. It's like the, it's a Glen it's like Gary. A cult. No, I mean. Like, One cauldron does not a cult make. It's the Glengarry community, right? Is it literally called Glengarry? Yeah. Like like Glengarry Glen Ross? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. But anyway, I get, I'm trying to say I get this fucking newsletter. Okay. That talks about how they want to put streetlights in and that sort of thing. It is sicker than EGM. The and letter? It has, and it has no ads. <laughs> it's content. <laughs> It's, pure, it's, it's like, content about please pick up after your dogs because we've had a lot of complaints about shit about poop on lawns, but it, it's thicker than EGM. It's just, I think that's funny. Do you have packs of wild dogs? No, I mean, we I, this, have. This, this doesn't sound like a great community. We have I, people have that, like a, we like have a people pack of howling no. animals. We have people that walk their dogs and just let them shit in your yard and then don't pick it up. And for those of us who don't have dogs, are not dog people, and really don't like dogs very much, we don't have dogs so that we don't have to pick up shit out of our yard. Yeah, I mean, in a way it's... I guess they've sort of gotten around it. They don't have to pick up shit out of their yard either, do they? <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's sort of like... It seems... It strikes me as rude, I guess I would say. Like, if they came over and shit... Like, if they shit in if your yard... shit in my yard, yeah. Then no, there would be no question. Right. It'd be like, they would, there would be no letter sent out. Right. It would be like, great, listen, <laughs> don't shit over there. If, if Listen, if you can, if you really, go home. Yeah. But it's like, I have cats because they go shit in a box, you know? Yeah. I don't inconvenience anyone else with my cats. But they're fucking horse-sized dog... Do they ride the dog around? Drop something the size of a fucking Subway sandwich in my yard. And now it's my fucking problem. Like, this is a, this is a foot long. <laughs> this is, like, Tuesday special? I don't know if I should be ordering it with Parmesan, oregano. Like, it's just... They have the Italian herb and cheese. Yeah. Now. It's just... It's really frustrating. And no matter how many times you say in this in this newsletter, it's always, like, the big thing. Hey, don't let your dog shit in other people's yards but they they still do it i wonder if they see it as sort of like a like a right 
Like if they're if they're if they believe hey, I'm a dog owner, my dog can <laughs> shit wherever he wants. It was just this natural process that you know yeah. that they're not you know yeah they're not doing it. It's not something. It just happens. Like I understand it's gross. Like no one likes to pick up shit, but you have a dog that shits. I don't like to change diapers, but I had a baby. Like if you get yourself into that boat, the shit boat, you have to. I don't know. I, I don't, the analogy breaks down, but don't let your dog shit in my yard. Anyway, long story, long story short. Long story short, I hate shit. I am. I, I yeah. So, so so we still need to write a comic strip. Yeah. And not talk. Yeah, not just talk exclusively about, about shit. On the other hand, I understand that something Star Wars related occurred recently. Woohoo! And I know that I know that you enjoy. What makes that sound? Ho ho! Is that the Tootsie Pop owl? No, oh. that's two who. That's two one hundred two. That's who. what I was thinking of. Yeah, three he. Uh, how much of each day is spent thinking about the Tootsie Pop owl for you? Just for me, on average, eighty-five percent. Eighty-five percent. Yep, eighty-five percent of my Tootsie day. Tootsie Pops, chocolate. I think I would be a lot more productive. <clears throat> I know I would be if I didn't think about it without the owl. Yeah, in your life. Okay, but anyway, I know that. I know that there has been a succession of people asking you if it was cool or not, coming to you for your Star Wars opinion. I don't. I was surprised to find out that some people don't think it's cool. Well, maybe some people take the Star Wars mythology, or take the uh, either way, either the Star either Wars way, mythology yeah. or the still or the Soul Calibur mythology very seriously. To me, this but but it's like but since 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 they put Link in like and Spawn and some and a green person. Spawn is the real offender for me. Like, what a shitty brand. Like, that's like to, to tuck him in there, to to, to jam him, to cram yeah. him in, perhaps. Ugh. He doesn't. Des- the thing about Spawn to <clears throat> me was he didn't deserve to stand alongside the Soul Caliber characters. Oh, I see. So you're saying that something at this threshold, yeah. this is all right. Yeah. So, you, so you're not in your mind. You're not worrying about. You know, why is Yoda vying for the Soul Edge? No, I don't. <sighs> I don't care. Any I, the story for Soul Calibur <laughs> has never been the draw for me. I mean, I yeah, I don't. It has one. I mean, oh, I know it does. It's rich, <laughs> but no, I don't. Soul Calibur is just an opportunity to to fight with weapons, to, to fight Robert, to choke Robert, to fight and choke Robert. Yeah, I choked him one time, and now he thinks I'm gonna like choke him. You didn't choke him one time. Yeah, I did. You choked him as a, it was a pattern of choking. I, for real, only choked him once. Only once with intent to kill yes. did I choke Robert. Only in one time in honest anger did I reach out with my hands and choke him. See, you're, say, you're saying this like and you, now you he's deserve all like, go- oh, don't choke me, don't choke me. You deserve a gold star I'm not because saying, you've only no. tried to murder him once. I'm not saying I deserve I didn't murder him. I stopped myself. I didn't say I said you you tried and you, and then you thought the better of it. Yeah, but that's attempted murder. <laughs> but it's not a pattern of choking. Like he has no reason to expect me to choke him again. But sometimes after a loss, I'll see you sort of flexing your choking hands. <laughs> well, yeah, like ready to but, get it, to get in on the trick. But I haven't choked again. I will choke no more forever. <laughs> it's a trail of tears. All right. Well, in any case, uh, I've been wrongly accused. That's all I'm saying. But no, to me, this is a matter fucking, of degree. This is peanut butter and chocolate together at last. This is this is good. It's just good flavor. Yeah, I don't know how it can be bad. 
The only bad thing is I have to buy two fucking versions, and I could never play Darth Vader against Yoda. That's... How do you go on? Like... Well, I mean, you take what you can get, right? I mean... But that's... That's sad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, see, personally, I don't have I don't have a tremendous storehouse of affection for Yoda. So... What do you mean you don't have any affection for Yoda? Well, I don't have affection for that sort of, like, frenetic, leaping rodent Yoda. For me... They don't look at me like that. It's like terrifying. Like I can see the fire. I'm afraid that you're going to flex your fingers. I'm not going to choke you. See, this is what I'm talking about. Okay. No, I have to say that the um, the Yoda that I really, really buy, the Empire Yoda, is fucking yeah. Like 100% buy it. And I, I like having the other one for contrast. Like, well, and for the, context. Also, but the relatively young Yoda, yeah. only a couple hundred years yeah. old. Um, just, just how, because most Jedi are like, hey man, come on, check out the force, it's totally sweet. Yeah. And he's like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. Uh, you can't fucking leave me with this, this munchkin. Yeah. To I'm done. I'm just fucking, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. But, so I definitely, I definitely buy him, but the, the jumping person. See, I. The leapzor. I like it because it provides, before when you see that other Yoda, you're just like. Okay, yeah, he's pretty. He can lift the X-wing. That's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet, but then before that, you see now you're like, oh shit, he's the fucking daddy of the Mac daddies, like crisscross from the front to the back. You're saying he's the hot stepper? Yeah. As 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 as, <laughs> as, as foreseen by Shaggy. No, I'm saying that he. I like seeing him kick ass. Well, it and, does. It does imply. The thing that I like about that, although I don't like that specific thing because it is vile. Um, I'm just trying to get a reaction. There was no reaction there. Just Because I, I know that you were just trying well, to get a reaction. God damn it. I'll, I'll, I'll surprise you next time. Yeah. Um, no, is the idea that any of Because Star Wars is full of such crazy creatures. Right. Like just, It's just sort of like, any one of these fucking weird animals could... Be like, a Jedi Master. Exactly. Yeah. Like... I found that exciting. There, there, there was a an alien student of the Force template in the role playing game that always really excited me. But yeah. Anyway, so I'm reading a fantastic book right now called uh, it's just called De the Death Star. That is a is a story about the construction and implementation of uh, two authors that I don't know. I don't pay attention to names. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Like it covers. How, like, sort of the bureaucracy and the... Wow. Uh, like, the what it took to build the Death Star. I mean, to build a space station the size of a moon. Like, aside from the plans. Like, the contractors, the <laughs> architects, like, really all the stories that were happening. And then it's also sort of inter... Uh, what is it? Interweaving? Inter sure. Intertwining? Stories about people who just fucking worked there. Like, there were people that just worked there. It was like, their job to blow up worlds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like right now I'm reading a story about the guy who, like, is is in line to be the the main gunner. Like, and he's excited. He's like, wow, what a great job. Like, this huge gun. Like, he loves shooting guns, and now he gets the biggest gun. And, in the universe. Yeah. So how many people are on that thing? Like, when they when they did their daring run, how many, you know, how More many? More than a million. What the fuck are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, Luke Skywalker killed a million, killed a people. million people. A lot of them civilians. 
It was, it, it, it was just a space station in well, addition to having this fucking gun. The thing is, is it's, it's a moon size, right? So, I mean, you think about them. It had to have... Oh, it had laboratories. It, well, it also had to have cantinas. It had to have recreational facilities that were owned and operated by civilians who were contracted by the Empire to come and run businesses and, and recreational facilities on the station. That is horrifying. <laughs> he killed over a million people. That is that is so terrifying. Yeah. But I mean, you figure Alderaan had over a million people. I mean, oh, listen, no, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not drawing a parallel. I'm saying well, that, that, that's much worse. But the person that runs the fucking cantina in section B12, sub level eight, had yeah. nothing to do with Alderaan. Like, so anyway, it's a fantastic book. When I think about all those droids, it's just yeah, it's a it's a super interesting book. The only thing I hate is that they called the the prison planet despair p it's like d y s p a y you guys like what you don't need to do that why do they do that what tell what me writer why do you guys feel the need to do that well after you have written a very large book yeah the reality is that there are many whys left over oh they're just in you need to purchase them in bulk yeah and Fantasy is a great fantasy is has long been understood as a venue to get rid of those extra, extra wise. Yeah. So versatile. That makes sense. I mean, look at Kashik. That's got wise for days. Can you ex- is there yeah. any other explanation for the word Kashik extra wise than a wise surplus? Yeah. I say no. It's just like three wise? That's too many. Okay. But it's just it's like it just happened to be called despair and it's this shitty planet. Like, just call it the word despair. I'll pick up on it. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll find your meaning yeah. in that word. It's a bad place. Yeah. You don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, we should, try to, we should try to make a comic strip okay. about this topic. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so, but basically, I mean, is it a, a, a passionate defense of Yoda? Well, yeah, and, his, and his martial tradition? You asked me... I'm constantly being surprised by people's reaction, but you asked me if you thought that... If I thought that Xbox owners were getting... Bonet. Well, listen, when it comes right down to it, I think that Darth Vader is cooler than Yoda, okay? Like, there's no fucking conversation to be had there. Well, the interesting thing, I do like the idea that this is a, a young Darth Vader. No, he's def- this is definitely a... You know, in his prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, and they're actually they're putting they're putting Vader to work in that new LucasArts game. Oh yeah, Force Unleashed. You're yeah. sort of like a. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't know if you're technically his student, but you're definitely in his direct service. Right. Yeah. See, I I'm interested in that and partially the Soul Calibur thing because we don't see Vader kick ass. Like by the time he fights. Luke, he doesn't really care, and he doesn't, and he doesn't kick. Yeah, he doesn't kick Obi Wan's ass. Yeah, yeah, Obi Wan loses. He never, we never see him really fight like vital. Yeah, I mean, the idea is that he killed all these Jedi. That he was the most powerful, like every he, Jedi. Yeah, he he killed them all. Anyone he came across, I want to see him kick ass. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just a, everyone loves Tie Fighter, right? Yeah, Every, Tie Fighter is Tie Fighter, the, Tie Fighter the is the one. one that everyone directs to. Yeah, and that's because the bad guys 
are a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think that the Xbox owners got screwed. I think that both characters are super cool. Well, I mean, and Kyle knows how that, how that combat system, like how a character that small will fight in that game. I mean, are they going to do their best to mimic that frenetic sort of jumping around? Can he be hit by high strikes? This is a legitimate question. Right. Well, and then think about the parry system, right? Like, are they using the force to parry? And cause that's what it looks like in the video. He uses the force to stop the axe. I don't know if that's just like a for dramatic effect, but yeah, he could literally block with his hand. Which yeah, is but sort of like cool. having force abilities in the game could be super cool. Well, we'll take a look. We'll see. Maybe maybe we could do a comic strip about this. Okay, yeah, we need to write a comic. All right. So is it is it Gabe sort of reacting like not? Oh, what? What? Okay, so Michael Reeves. So Michael Reeves and I think his name is Steve Perry. Yeah. They both they both write tons of franchise fiction. Okay. Right? But Michael Reeves, one of the guys who wrote Death Star, has a book called Sherlock Holmes Enters the Nightmare World of HP Lovecraft Shadows Over <laughs> Baker Street. <laughs> and I don't know. How a book could be any cooler. <laughs> you haven't even read it yet, though. I, I already love it. It's my favorite book. You're going to order it? Jesus, jumped up, Christ. Yeah, I got a... I got a uh, Cyber Alchemist says it's great. Uh, yeah, he can be trusted. Well, I always rely upon Cyber Alchemist's uh, incisive, incisive take. Yeah, I knew... I remember it was a combo of two writers, but I didn't... I'd never heard of either one of them. Well, another incredible review by Tasty Baby Syndrome. Just order it. I, I can't order it without being very serious, investigating these incredible reviews. We have to write a comic. So is Gabe su like just surprised that someone could not like it? Is Tycho coming to Gabe asking about it? Is it just Gabe talking to the reader about how cool it is? Yeah, I mean, it's... The Seems world like is there's oyster. a lot of angles. The world is our oyster. What? Yeah, it's like we have to decide which comics we're not doing. Yeah. Inspiration. Yeah. We can take it from Soul Calibur. Okay. But we could also do that in the comic. Yeah, yeah. So the saying. reality is that we could try to make it canonical right now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Gabe is in his head trying to make it canonical. Like he, he's excited. He knows he's excited, but his the Star Wars fan in him needs to fit. Needs needs it to fit. So we know that Star Wars takes place a long, long time ago in a that's, galaxy far, far away. That's right. And we know, but the magical energies of the Soul Edge may be able to warp and shift time. Right. It wants to be held by the most worthy warrior. Right. Regardless of time or space. Exactly. And so there's no reason... Why, why should it settle? Well, and here's the other thing. So Star Wars is a long, long time ago. Soul Calibur is a story eternally retold. Oh, so you're saying that maybe this, the cycle suggested or implied by Soul Calibur yeah. and Soul Edge has been occurring cyclically. I think so. I mean, this is a tale of swords and souls. Eternally retold. Eternally retold. Welcome back to the stage of history. Yeah. Bitches. <laughs> uh, 
I like it. I like where we're going with this. So, at this point, uh, optimally, this this comic is funny. Yeah. But I think it's more important yeah. to establish the narrative framework <laughs> that allows these two warriors yeah. to battle each other. Well, not each other. That's impossible. Yeah. For whatever reason. So it's like, is this comic referring specifically to the PlayStation 3 version? Because that really is its own shard universe. Yeah, because it doesn't contain Darth Vader. That's right. Well, unless they release Darth Vader via DLC or something like that. They either. won't. Uh, it'll be just like before. Yeah. I, th I think it'll be... Yeah, but DLC wasn't really hopping before. I think they may release other characters via DLC, but I think those will be special. Yeah. Is that distracting? <laughs> All right. So... Um, I'm sorry, like, the, the picture of this Imperial shuttle is just very, just really standing out in my mind. Like, yeah. him going from place to place in this Imperial shuttle. I mean, it could, but it could, it could even be, like, an, it could even be, like, a command from the Emperor. <laughs> like, you know, they're, you know, these, they're aware of this planet that are dangerous, that threaten the Empire. <laughs> yeah. Right? I like your idea that, that the Soul Blade, Soul Edge. Itself. In its desire to be wielded by the ultimate warrior has sort of has has bent the rules has bent the rules and summoned if not you know actually like plucked directly out of the star wars universe these two great warriors but then why not summon the emperor well the emperor is not a uh, his martial skills were never his strong suit and you're right I think that even back in the day, yeah, it was, he was all about the force lightning, and also the political, you know, machinations. But then also, why not summon Luke? Luke is a baby. Well, in that time, but if he, if the Soul Edge can can search all time and all history for the greatest warriors, Luke, in the sort of post Jedi, we're talking about the EU now, right? Is every bit the or warrior. even a chiss tactician? Well, yeah, but he's not going to have the martial skills, like you said. I mean, but, but Luke is every bit the swordsman that Yoda or Vader were, if not better. But I mean, so in the but in this context, there has to be a reason for it, right. and it can always, you know, it can always get Luke later. That's true. Yeah, the the soul edge can be choosy. Yeah, I mean, is Gabe writing all this down? I, I just, I just, I wonder. I, just, I wonder drafting how it's, this the backstory. I wonder how it's presented. And, and and going through these contortions is definitely a shameful process. Yeah, it's fun, but it's shameful. Yeah, I mean, it, it can even because it's so ridiculous, it can be dramatic and still be funny. Yeah, yeah you know, you must wonder about the characters. Like, are they fighting and then this thing lands? <laughs> I almost think that I almost think that like because I I think that Gabe could rope Tycho into this. Is there an in for him? Just as a sort of, like, Tycho might exercise. help as an exercise, right. Well, this often happens. But I see the two of them at the kitchen table, like, now, if we know that this, that Soul Calibur is a tale eternally retold, and we know that Star, like, and then, like, maybe one of the girls sort of just comes in the second panel. Like, what a terrifying... It is, but we don't need them to express how terrifying it is. Yeah. Um, and the reality is that they are no longer terrified by us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they are... They understand the uh, just the grim facts yeah. of the uh, document that has uh, bound them to us legally. Yeah, they know that they are stuck. 
yeah. and there was no escape. Um, I, should, I, I like the I like the image of the two of them sort of pouring over notes. Now we know X. If if we can assume that the Soul Edge wants to be held by the most powerful warrior, and, and it is also an eternal object, must we then not conclude that it also? <laughs> Dude, I enjoyed our role playing experience last night. <laughs> <laughs> Is this role playing? Are we role playing <laughs> in World of Warcraft? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, are there RP servers? Yeah. I wonder what it's like. I think it's just a lot of people having sex. Oh, you you think you think they're playing a very specific kind of role? I think so. A raid must be incredible with an RP group. Do you think they maintain it during a raid? Of course they do. That's the whole point of the RP. Obviously, you have people that take it more or less seriously, but why why play on an RP server? What if not, be like that's what I'm saying. I think it's probably. I mean, how do you role play the fifth time you've had to go fight Anixia? I think it's probably incredible. Well, why would it be any? It's the fact of the matter is, is that you know your guild has has done it. They have conquered this creature. Yeah. And she has risen again, and it is your task to come on. Think about it. Like for <laughs> two fucking seconds. I guess I don't think about it. But. I'll tell you what I like about that, that agency footage we saw. Yeah. The agency moment at the end where you've accomplished the goal of the instance. You've won. You've won, and then you trigger a scene that is sort of a really cool cutscene involving your characters. Because, like, right now, like, in WoW, it's like you beat the blood god, and it's like... You're still standing there. It's like, all right, I'm Harson. All right, dance. <laughs> <laughs> right. See you guys. Night. Night. It's like there's Congrats. no... <laughs> there's no... Big conclusion. Yeah, right? see, that's one of the things that Final Fantasy has. Yeah. Final Fantasy actually has cutscenes. Final Fantasy cool. Online actually has cutscenes. That involve you, that use yeah. your character? Yeah, see, like, if we beat, you know, that fucking guy last night, if we beat Zolferic, and then there was a cool cutscene that showed him and our guys fighting and doing cool shit. Well, they have those, they have those totally incredible cinematics guys now that are doing the in-engine stuff. Yeah. They should think about it. Yeah. They should think about it. I think that would be okay. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it doesn't seem like it would be super hard to script something out that would just plug in your party. Maybe it would be. I don't know. But it would certainly be cool. I just There's always that, that period at the end where you <laughs> Nixie is dead. Everybody's jumping. Like, All right. Can I get a portal? <laughs> it's like, yeah. That would improve it. Yeah. That would help. That would help. All right. Back to Star Wars. I'm getting hungry. You, you, listen, <laughs> you, need to, you need to focus. Be great if it's like the the first panel is is them at the table and they're they're working it all out, and the second panel is them and now it's even it's getting more and more bizarre. Like they're the system they're coming up with to explain it, and then the last panel is uh, God in heaven crying. What? And what he has wrought? <laughs> yeah. What are you reading? Uh, just some background stuff for the sword. Oh. You mean you don't know it? Well, I know about Soul Edge and Soul Calibur. I mean, I know that these are two different weapons and stuff like that. I just I want to make sure that it actually has the power, that it has the incredible powers. Well, we're going to be making a lot of assumptions and, and probably and, and expanding on the current mythos, I think. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be You're bolting. You're going to have to. Brutally, yeah. 
But the main hook, I think, the main thing that makes it easy is that it's been eternally retold. Right. So it's happening again at this other thing. There's no reason it couldn't be happening then. Yeah. What is that star-shaped thing in your drawer there? This? Yeah. A star. Oh. Do you have any other questions? <laughs> Sometimes we used to have these star-shaped chicken nuggets that we eat. Celestial nuggets. And whenever I see that, I think that you have a chicken nugget in your drawer. No. That you're just, like, saving, and then I get hungry. Well, I could, listen, I could occlude that. There we go. There. Does that? Yeah, it's fine. Does that help? So I, I love the two of them working it out. I just, I don't know how to punch it. I mean, it, it's it's going to be funny in itself. Yeah. Because it will be so ridiculous. Exactly. But it still needs some sort of. Some sort of punch, right? And so, and you like you like the two of them working it out as opposed to it being entirely a Gabriel creation. Well, it gives it gives some it gives Gabe a reason to say it out loud. That's true. Yeah, it gives us a reason to have them discussing it out loud. Okay, because Tycho could always ask him about it, much as I did. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that would work too. Yeah, I mean, but it's fun, it's fun to think about them cooperating on. It's it. It's fun to think about them cooperating, but I mean, I, also the idea that Tycho would just. Tycho would assume that Gabe has worked this out. Yeah. And Gabe might be ashamed of it and not want to. Oh, yeah, but, but, but that's, that's something like, what if I, he could have the, it seems like, it seems like crucial to your conception of this idea is that there are copious notes. Yeah. But the notes could be on the kitchen table. I mean, they could be looked at. Right. And that is funny. Yeah. Yeah, Tycho could find them. Find them or, or Gabe is in process working Looking at it, it's just, I mean, any diagram that includes the Death Star and Soul Edge. Yeah. It's like a new power core for the Death Star. <laughs> if Cave has drawn out some sort of timeline slash diagram. The Death Star is constructed. Cervantes takes control of Soul Edge. <laughs> but he's also written questions down that he hasn't been able to solve yet. How would Darth Vader return in order to appear later? In <laughs> if this is true, then how does Yoda... Perhaps this is how Yoda escapes detection by Darth Vader. He's not <laughs> like his notes, like maybe even two panels of Gabe's notes, and then like the last panel is Tycho just like holding them, crying or holding them like, or or, or he's holding them and, and Gabe has entered the room like, what have you done, Tycho? What is this? Exactly, but, but that starts a conversation. Yeah, you want it. We want it. We want to end it. Even just even just Gabe in the doorway holding a drink and Tycho holding the notes and the two of them staring at each other like like Gabe knows what Tycho has seen now and Tycho knows what Gabe has written. And like, there's no conversation. And there's no conversation they can to be had. communicate the whole of it. Yeah. And there would be no dialogue. It would just be Gabe's notes in the first two panels. Okay, so we both so we these notes need and to And then be... the shared look. <laughs> like Gabe <laughs> Like in mid drink I Yeah. So the notes have to be hot, but they can to they can be totally awesome. Right. Construction of the Death Star. Dude, what, if the, what if the Death Star is like cut in half by the Soul Edge? <laughs> Star Wars takes place a long time ago. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, th th that should be the brief notes. Um, it might be easier to, to a long time yeah. ago in a galaxy far. The galaxy far, far away is a is a problem. It it is, and maybe Gabe makes a note of that. Maybe he like circles like with red, like highlights. This is a problem. <laughs> yeah. Soul caliber. 
a story of swords and souls eternally retold. He's, he highlights eternally. Yeah. This is good. We can work with this. <laughs> eternally. This is the key. Like he highlights it. Yeah. Rough, and he's like, rough timeline. <laughs> but, we, but we should leave that as wide open as possible. Yeah. So the, the, the timeline should just include something ridiculous. Yeah. It should include, at most, two items. Construction, de construction of first Death Star is completed. <laughs> Cervantes gains control of Soul Edge. Because <laughs> that, that, he does do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he solved it. Like, these are, no. these are his working notes. <laughs> but how would he even... <laughs> How does he plot that out? Like, <laughs> but in his head, it makes total sense. Like that much he knows. I know that the Death Star was completed here, and I know that Cervantes got the sword here. Somehow he's worked to that point. Right. Siegfried was the first one to get the sword, wasn't he? Right. Ah, I see. So in Soul Calibur one and two, when he tried to take the blade lying beside the dead, so we should we shouldn't investigate too much. It it just needs it just needs to have a loose frame. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, this is Gabe's scholarship. Yeah, yeah. I like those two notes though. Construction of first Death Star is completed. Like that specific, the first Death Star and construction is completed on this specific date. But there's no date. There's no like no, no number no. or anything. It's a, it's a, it's like a, a bullet point. Yeah, he just has rough timeline, and then he's got and then the, but he should, he would underline the first in first Death Star. Yeah, because that's yeah. important. This yeah. isn't. This isn't from Return of the Jedi, <laughs> the secret project. Yeah. At Endor's third moon. Is it third moon? I don't know. You do know. Don't fucking lie to me. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't care. I don't care about that. I do know that a prototype Death Star was constructed inside the Maw in order to test its functionality. The Maw being a collection of black holes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I fell asleep. Well, a lot of people think that the Millennium Falcon making the Kessel Run, that he did it. I, I, I Listen, remember, you fucking asshole. Well, people think that parsecs is a measurement of speed when it's actually not. He's not saying that it's that it made it fast, that he's a fast ship. Specifically there, he's saying that he came within a certain number of parsecs of the maw, the black hole, which makes him a talented pilot, not necessarily a fast one. Were you listening to me? It's just, just, just madness and nonsense. Yeah. Um, here, so in the second one, we should definitely. Uh, I definitely like this. The the Death Star being cut in half by. The, I mean, the, 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 but the, how does Gabe come to that conclusion? That no, no, no. I was. I wonder if he. I wonder if he doesn't start to enjoy it. Like, I wonder if he doesn't just like. Right now, I'm just thinking about like what he would doodle on. Yeah. On these notes. Oh, like, how long is he seriously gonna? How much time is he seriously gonna put into making a complete timeline? Yeah. Until he's just like, that would be awesome if somebody fucking cut the Death Star in half. <laughs> I think he needs a, a few more notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go to Subway. You want to go to Subway? I do want to go to Subway. Subway is across the street. I know. And I will eat there. Okay. But I don't know that I ever want to eat there. I think It's it just a sandwich. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't desire it. Where would you rather go? Any other place. Like, give me an example of a place that you want to go sometimes. Do you want a place that... I would want to go or a place that I would rather go than Subway. Well, you're saying you never want to go to Subway. Yeah. What's a place that you want to go to? I like eating at the pastry cafe. That's the sandwich, too. But it's the pastry cafe. We got the bowl of soup. My, my experience here is positive. And also, there's the nice lady. All right, let's go to the pastry cafe. Well, listen, I don't want to put you out. I mean, you know, if you want to get the, your six-inch on wheat or whatever, you know, 
What are you trying to say about the six saying? inch? What are you, what are you, why is it why you, is it important that it is six inches? Are you denigrating the six inch? Well just You revolt me. Are you trying to say that I'm not I have a little pussy sandwich? What? I don't get a foot long? <laughs> well, I, well it seems weird that you would specifically say the six inch. That you would call me out on that. I don't even care about the sandwich. That's that's what this whole conversation is about. Well, it's not what it sounded like. To me. Right then. Yeah. Maybe a foot long is too much for you. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe for you, <laughs> fucking fat ass. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Is that you eat too much fucking food? All you're saying you're apparently day. saying that I don't eat enough. <laughs> just skin and bones, I guess. Yeah, you took it. You kept. You just kept running with it. Yeah. Um, okay, so he's got some notes. He circled things. Yeah. He's trying to bring it together. A couple more notes, I think, are going to be good. Like, um, and we're moving into the second panel. Yeah. There's a yeah. So, there should be some kind of title. Right, but it should, his, it should be like you know how they for his they, notes they title like nope he turned it off I guess he's done <laughs> they they title like uh, uh, reports in in school like dissertations and stuff like that like they would it would have like a very long title like the relationship, yeah for him the relationship between X and and the best part is that it, it probably took him longer to write that yeah than like the rest of it like he yeah. wanted he 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 wanted that's always the trouble you want to get a really solid you know grabbing title right. And then you're you're spent. Yeah. There's nothing left. Yeah. An investigation of the relationships between canonical symmetries. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wow. I think in this context he would use those words. Yeah. He would have had to look them up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he wanted to start off strong. Yeah. Exactly. This is going to be an important. Did. This is going to be an important document read people by many. By many. Translated. Yeah. Into over six million forms of communication. <laughs> An Investigation of the possible canonical symmetries between. Star Wars. It's almost like apologetics. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Between Star Wars, Soul Calibur, Universes. By Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. He, he has the big line, but then he has the elementary school yeah. byline. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, if we were implying that he starts out strong and then gets progressively yeah, yeah. more obsessed with minutiae yeah. and drawing scribbles right that is even more gabriel yeah like the, that we can actually express how he gets less and less enchanted with his own concept yeah like so so that's the first part it's text he's written it there's notes he circled it brief timeline right next page pictures <laughs> yeah cool drawings yeah like you have know, like the picture of the soul edge and then it's like the super star destroyer it's like <laughs> to <laughs> scale well, similarities oh. are not to scale. Yeah. What's the relationship between the force and the soul edge? Does it act as a sort of conduit? Right. It's because it's, it's both it's both alive and dead. Right. You know what I'm saying? It is. It, it's it's an object, but it is alive. Yeah. And hence has a connection to the force. Right. <laughs> That's a good note. We could draw a little drawing of the soul edge. But with, with with little arms saying, hey. Siomina. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea that it's alive lets it, yeah. makes it a force-sensitive object. Yeah. There we go. But you always used to draw little pictures like this. Like, when I think about, when I think about journalism class, like, you never did anything that you were supposed to do. You were yeah. always drawing pictures. Yeah. And that is the spirit 
That is the spirit in which I want to consider these doodles. Okay. Like, it's sort of like a project, and he's given it to himself, but now he's disenchanted with it. Right. Now he wants to... Now, you know, now now he's, he wants to have fun, but he's still thinking about Soul Calibur. Yeah, like, it, uh, just if a, a drawing, like, maybe he just has the doodle of Yoda with the soul edge. But it's really, it's really big? Yeah, like, this would be cool. If Yoda, if the soul edge, the soul edge is the evil one, right? Right. If that took possession of Yoda, would he become a dark... Jedi. Jedi. Absolutely. I mean, maybe he, maybe it's a drawing of Yoda with the soul edge with that note. <laughs> if the soul edge... Are you, are you going to handwrite these? Yeah. If the Soul Edge took control of Yoda, would he become a Dark Jedi? The answer is yes. <laughs> but there's no there's no um, punctuation. What would this mean for Luke? And there's a dot, right? Like, yeah. What does this mean for Luke? Without a mentor, would Luke <laughs> even would, would Luke have become a Jedi? <laughs> yeah. Could Luke master the Force? <laughs> I just like just leaving it at the question mark. What does this mean for Luke? What does this mean for Luke? He doesn't even write it down. Yeah. What would this mean for Luke? I bet he would say Luke, and then in parentheses he would say Skywalker. <laughs> There's no other Luke, but this is a this is a yeah. scholarly document. Right. I'm talking about Luke Skywalker. I like Skywalker. I see. So the picture is Yoda, a tiny yeah munchkin. Holding, holding the huge nightmare style soul edge, yeah, right? Yeah, with the big eye on it. Yeah, I think a final note that is just like, do the Xbox and PlayStation Three games represent distinct, uni separate universes? Like, yeah, three sixty uncertainties <laughs> of SC. No, not even uncertain. No answer. Yeah. he can't even fucking yeah. wrap his head around that. Yeah, um, Soul Caliber Four of SC Four. Represent distinct, yeah, parallel dimensions. Or can this be explained by? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You shouldn't even show it. Yeah, you should just cut it off. Yeah, because the impl the implication is even more ridiculous yeah. than writing it. Yeah. The answer is yes. So the picture is there, tiny Yoda, huge yeah. sword, and then we need to we need to uh, come up with that. The less dialogue, the better. For the last panel? I think so. I see no dialogue. I think I can do it with the looks. Tell me about these looks. I think that Gabe is coming back into the room, having left to maybe get a drink. So he's coming back into the room, and he is sort of scared and surprised to see that Tycho has found his papers, because Tycho is standing there holding his notes. Tycho is staring at Gabe. And you, you, there's a way to block this so that they both get... Oh, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. A baby is being eaten by a wolf. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have Gabe coming into the room, Tycho on the right side looking at Gabe, and his look is like disgust. I I don't even say disgust because he's not disgusted. You know, like Tycho pity? is not disgusted. It isn't even pity. I I see it as like like the jaw is set, sort of like, and like the eyes disappointment are like, exactly. Like, like, sort of stern disappointment. Like the eyes are, like the eyebrow is straight across. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Again. Yeah. Again, you did this. Yeah. I'm not angry. Right, I'm right, disappointed. Right. And I love that expression so much that I wonder if we shouldn't just focus on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I wonder if, I wonder if one of these expressions isn't incredible enough, or, or doesn't, or isn't, isn't perfect enough to explain the whole scenario. But I love the shared. The moment. Look, that you moment. You want the moment. I want that moment. Let's keep it then. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Comic done. Let's eat.